0: Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now here's Dave, Joe, and Michael on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, folks. Welcome back. This is the second hour of Gun Owners Radio. And this hour is, bro- oh, and this is FM 961, AM 1170, the answer. And this hour is brought to you by our very good friends at Cali Key. Drop in a Cali Key into any AR 15 or AR 10 to be instantly make it a California compliant weapon. For more information, check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's dot com. And for self defense and emergencies that can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 265 days a year with a comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Be, uh bad guys don't take days off and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan after you defend yourself and your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. All right, this segment is brought to you by the San Diego County Gun Owners at www.sdcgo.org. Don't forget to get your tickets to the gun prom. Just go to sdcgo.org or go to gunprom.com. Join today and make your voice heard. This is Joe Germisi's covert blog, and what was the topic this week, my friend?
2: So the topic this week, then, is... um everyday carry ammunition this is the 10th uh, article in that uh concealed carry lifestyle series that we started um this is uh you know these articles are are aimed at people that are new to concealed carry so trying to answer some of the questions that they've got to figure out and some of the things they have to learn to do this so um today it's what ammunition do you carry and um you know when you're carrying concealed uh, ammunition for personal defense there's uh there's a couple of things you need to think about or a couple of considerations um the first thing is you know factory ammo or reloaded ammo uh, a lot of us that shoot a lot uh reload ammunition because uh it makes it much cheaper it's a lot of fun um you can tailor the ammunition to kind of optimize it for whatever it is you're trying to do um so you know some people might think okay i'm reloading this anyway i've got a bunch of ammunition i'll use that um some problems with that um, for, for personal defense you really don't want to use reloaded ammunition you want to use factory ammunition um, and there's a couple of reasons for that um, one reason is quality uh, when I reload I'm, I'm really I try to be really meticulous I try to be really careful and I try to really check everything and I will still occasionally end up with things like uh, sometimes high primers which will cause a misfire which is a little bit annoying when it happens on the range. It's a little more annoying when it happens during a competition, but it's not something you want to happen. If you really have a self-defense incident and you're really involved in a gunfight or something like that. So for your um, personal carrier, for your self-defense stuff, you always want to have factory ammunition or high quality factory ammunition.
3: Yeah. I don't, I really don't think there's a case to be made that reloads um, are ever as reliable as factory. Yeah, and No matter how good you are.
2: Well, And like I said, I, I go really slow. I mean, I, I check things all the time, and I still miss some things. I mean, something will move, some little screw will back out, you know, a quarter turn or something on the press, and something's goofy, and it may take you a few rounds to notice that or something like that. So it's just it's just not worth it. Well, um,
1: Is it reloading just because you want to see if you can do it?
2: Um, no, nah, it saves you a lot of money yeah. <laughs> if you're shooting a lot. And, yeah, well, um, for
1: target practice, it probably would make perfectly good sense.
2: Well, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. And, and um, you know, I'm shooting 1,000 rounds a week when we're not in this COVID lockdown thing, or 1,000 rounds a month. And, um, you know, it's, it's much better for me. Plus, it's fun. It's enjoyable to do that. But you don't want to be doing that with your, um, your concealed carry ammo. Yeah. Um, the other question or the other big thing to look at is, uh, you know, hollow points or ball ammo. And by ball ammo, we mean the the rounded ammo that you probably use at the range all the time. Um, And that's a lot cheaper. The hollow points tend to be more expensive. Um, But again, most people would recommend using hollow points for self-defense ammunition. And a couple of reasons for that. um, The idea here is if you have to use that gun to defend yourself, um, the idea is to stop the threat as quickly as possible. Uh, so realistically, if you have to shoot someone, you want to do as much damage as quickly as possible to stop that threat, um, and that's what the uh, hollow points are intended to do. You know, unless you live someplace that's um, actually, you know, it's funny. There's there's worse places than California, hard to believe. <laughs> something, well, yeah. like New Jersey, for instance, uh, hollow point ammunition is illegal. You can't, because. and it doesn't matter so much to them because they don't issue concealed care, <laughs> <laughs> But um, but you you really want to use hollow point ammunition. Um, the ball ammo um, tends to not break up. It tends to not mushroom uh, as it you know, impacts the body, say, so it does less damage. Uh, so chances are it's going to be harder to stop the threat that you're trying to stop. Uh, the other thing with the um, ball ammo is if you do miss, uh, it tends to ricochet uh, more so than, say, a hollow point ammunition will. So um, you pretty much want to use factory ammo. You want to use hollow point ammo,
3: and hollow point uh, is even higher quality than the factory ball ammo. Ammo typically, I mean, unless you're getting like some kind of match grade or something like that. But if you're just if you're just buying like Winchester White Box or something like that, um, hollow point ammo is going to be even higher quality than that. So you're even taking another step up.
2: Yeah, and the other thing with that too, and there's lots of. Um, There's lots of manufacturers to choose from. There's lots of ammunition. Well, under normal circumstances, there's lots of ammunition out there. Right now, everything's pretty scarce. Um, But there's lots of ammunition to choose from, and different people look for different things. You might be cost-conscious. Your gun is another thing that you need to consider. Um, I carry a Glock, and I shoot Glocks most of the time. Um, With a Glock, because of the tolerances and the way they're designed, they're pretty happy with just about any kind of ammunition. Uh, Some guns are more picky So you want to make sure that um, whatever you're shooting, you want to make sure your gun is happy with that. Because, again, if you really do have to use this sometime, um, you don't need a malfunction. You don't need to have a problem. Um, What I've been using, uh, I've settled on Hornady's uh, critical duty is what I use in my carry gun. Um, I've used, uh, I started with Hornady's uh, critical defense, which is slightly different, which is actually... Um, more designed for my, my gun more because, uh, the critical defense, the difference between the two, um, critical defense is designed more for the shorter barrel, uh, compact guns, whereas critical duty is optimized, I guess, for full size guns. I didn't know that. Um, it's good info. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's a matter of recoil. I guess they, they tune it to, to kind of reduce the recoil a little bit, um, you know, for my, for me personally, recoil is not an issue with my Glock 19. It just, it doesn't bother me, so I'm real comfortable with the critical duty. But um, you know, that's just for me. The, um, the other thing, uh, Supervel is another one um, that I looked at and works fine in my gun. So um, you know, figuring out a good, just any good high quality ammunition. The other good thing with that too is uh, like in the case of the uh, critical duty, um, using a good factory load, it's it's very reliable. But the ballistics are all well-known, and um, the um, which is a good thing if you ever do end up in court or something like that after an incident. Um, it's nice to be using stuff that's used by law enforcement agencies. The, the ballistics are very well understood. So it just takes away another possible thing that your attorney would have to deal with. Um, so that's another good reason to do that. And a um, uh, third thing, uh, another consideration, something I do is I rotate my ammunition and my carry gun. Um, I tend to train with my carry gun probably a couple of times a month, which means I have to take the the carry ammunition in the magazine out. I've got to unload my gun and then I put in the ball ammo to train with. Um, when from the ammunition point of view, I guess from the from the cartridges point of view, um, that racking a round into the chamber is kind of a violent um, motion for it. So there's some concern that if you Constantly, you know, if you're unloading it, loading it, unloading it, loading it, racking the same round over and over again, you could jar that bullet a little mm-hmm. bit loose and cause a malfunction. So what I tend to do is um, when I do um, unload my carry ammunition, what I'll do is I'll take the round that was in the chamber. I'll put that at the bottom of my magazine. So I kind of cycle them through. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I do is I tend to shoot all of my carry ammunition. I'll shoot the whole magazine, say, once a year or something like that, Yeah. just to cycle it through. I mean, you don't have to, but so you don't have I like, tend to do that. You
3: don't have, like, five-year-old defense ammo sitting in your, your magazine. Is that the idea? Yeah,
2: and yeah. even though, you know, ammunition's got a really long shelf life, it probably doesn't matter. But mm. to me, it, I'm more comfortable doing that. Plus, that means no no round in my magazine has been racked more than two or three times. So, right.
1: So does ammo have a guarantee?
2: Um, you know that's interesting. Uh, I've never looked to see if ammo has a guarantee, um, but the the quality is extremely high and the reliability is on that because you can imagine, you know, if they're missing things, if they're having defects, that that's, that's going to be a big deal. Yeah,
3: with yeah. Ammunition. If, if there's some kind of defect, they'll they'll step up. But if once ammo leaves the store, it's yours. It's yours. They can't take it back or anything like that. Gotcha.
1: Good good point. Good good story. And how do people find your blog?
3: So,
2: uh, again, that's SDCD, sdcgo.org. Slash blog. Yeah, there you go. You, or re- if you, you don't read many of those, do you? <laughs> no, this is the 10th in that series. So, again, if you're new to the concealed carry, take a look at the blog. Look up the right. uh, the so far 10 uh, concealed carry lifestyle articles on it. Absolutely. All
1: right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Owners Radio on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Tally Key. Converts any mil spec direct impingement AR pattern rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop in solution, no milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K A L I K E Y.com. The segment sponsored by the good folks at U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com. If you own any firearm, talk to the good folks at U.S. Law Shield about what happens after the bang. All right, this is a gear review. And it's done by Joe Germisi and, I guess, Michael Schwartz
3: today. And it is on, of all things, the Cali Key. The Cali Key. Now, everybody knows we've been talking about the Cali Key for uh, at least a year, probably a couple years now. At least. Um, So they are a sponsor. We're going to do a a review on them. uh, But just full disclosure, they are a sponsor. Um, They've been supporters of the radio show. They've been supporters of San Diego County Gun Owners. Um, But here's the thing. They are supporters because we went and found them. This is a good product that we liked and therefore wanted to promote. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not only a high-quality product that that we found, but it's also a good solution, like the commercial says, to the assault weapons laws. So we wanted to – Escanio, the guy that owns the company, is a fantastic guy. Nobody works harder to put themselves out of business because he really, really wants to get rid of these assault weapons. But his whole goal – when we, uh, when I first spoke with him, was to give people a real option uh, to convert their semi-automatic rifle, their specifically their AR-pattern rifle, um, to uh, to be able to comply with the laws, so they didn't have to spend a mint, you know, trying to convert their entire fleet or, or uh, you know, make these huge, huge uh, changes to their. Uh, to their firearm and he figured it out he figured it out and he nailed it um and he uh made sure to uh you know he was very concerned with quality and i I think he absolutely nailed it so we're going to review this um now look there's a lot of people out there you know not even a lot but there's a a handful of people out there that are the i'm not gonna comply folks and you know what you're never gonna be happy with with the compliance part um, but I've also found that that group, frankly, the I'm-not-going-to-comply group or also the I'm-not-going-to-do-anything-to-help group either. I'm not going to so wear a mask. I, well, I'm not going well, to show up at a city council meeting. I'm not going to support a candidate. Mm. I'm just going to sit here and complain. So if you're one of those folks, we're not going to make you happy with the Cali Key. Right. You're not going to comply. Okay, we get it. You're way cooler than we are. That's fine. But for the folks out there that are actually working hard, to uh, you know, change these laws, and they want to make sure that they're in compliance uh, until we get these laws changed, I think you're going to really like the CaliKey. Um, and the reason is, is because it's so easy. Now, I've also seen that a number of people aren't really seeing um, the true genius in this thing. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have Joe hold it up, and what you're looking at on camera here in, in, in Facebook is this is a bolt carrier group that you get from CaliKey, and rather than the uh, uh, the gas key on the top of the go- uh, bolt carrier group, um, there's the cali key. So what what he's done is it's it's basically uh, on the bolt carrier group, the charging handle is permanently attached to the bolt carrier group. So um, <clears throat> what what that ends up doing is it makes it it's no longer a semi-automatic rifle. Now if you look at the assault weapons laws, it's contingent on being a, a center fire semi-automatic rifle. If it's not a semi-automatic rifle, it's not an assault weapon. So according to the state of California. So what you can do here is uh, have this configuration in your AR and uh, what, what ends up happening is uh, you pull the trigger and then you actually have to you have to charge the handle again. So you pull it, it's got a nice big charging handle, uh, ergonomic, it's, it's perfect. Um, the one that you're seeing on Facebook is actually plated uh, like a gold color. It normally comes in black. This was a promotional one, um, but uh, it looks really, really great. You can actually get the Cali key for your bolt carrier group separately for eighty nine dollars, or you can they'll send you an entire bolt carrier group uh, with the Cali key attached. And that's really the way to go. It's twice as much money. It's $180, I I believe, for the entire bolt carrier group with your Cali key attached. Now, a lot of people see this and they go, oh, gosh, I don't want a a, a straight, you know, a a single shot uh, uh, AR. None of us do. None of us do. But because it's not an assault weapon um then you don't have to uh, worry about the evil features you can have a foregrip you can have a pistol grip you can have a detachable magazine you can have a telescoping uh, stock Um, all those uh, uh, features all those ridiculous aesthetics that uh, make a a firearm uh, uh, illegal in california are uh, uh, you don't have to worry about it with with a cali key so okay well now what I have this uh, basically a single shot AR yeah but you know what if you bought the cali key with the bolt carrier group mm-hmm. you still have your old bolt carrier group so let's say you go into Nevada to maybe to go to front site maybe you go to uh, one of the other schools and you want to convert it back to uh, you know a a, a standard uh, AR pattern rifle the way God intended it to be <laughs> then all you have to do I mean how long is it Joe how long does it take to Change a bolt carrier group,
2: and that's what I was just going to bring up. That's a
3: couple of minutes, maybe not even maybe. A couple of minutes. Yeah, you yeah, crack if you drag it, open. it out. <laughs> yeah, if you're you know if you're eating dinner at the and, same time. <laughs> Next and that's time a, we should
1: bring an AR in to show people how it goes in and out.
3: Yeah, and it, what it is is you know you, you crack open that that back uh, uh, takedown pin, you pull out the old bolt carrier you, and, and charging handle, you put in the cali key, you're done. I mean, this is seriously less than thirty seconds. So
2: you go from from compliant to normal and. Thirty seconds, just basically.
3: like that. So you have your old bolt carrier group hanging out. Let's say there's a, you know the zombie apocalypse happens. You still have your old bolt carrier group just in case. Um, but uh, with this, it's you know quick and easy and compliant. Um, you can go to the range. You can cite your uh, your ARN. You know if you have a new optic, something like that. You can easily cite your ARN with an with a uh, uh, with a cali key. But I've also seen people compete with these. You know, high trained people who compete with it, you know, and charge it each time. Um, it takes, yes, it takes a little bit more time than a semi-automatic, but I've seen people that can still get the fundamentals down, still uh, use their AR, uh, you know, still do all the things they that they need to do. And, like I said, have all the uh, uh, ridiculous, uh, ridiculously evil features. What's uh, what's, what's the, the cost with Caliki? $89 for the Cali key, or if you buy it attached to the Bolt Carrier Group, it's uh, twice that. It's $185. Well, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's well, not bad at all, and it's so easy. And I, I think that uh, one of the reasons I wanted to review this, number one, is I, I, I love the concept. I love the company. I love the owner. They're, they're doing a fantastic job. But I'm seeing a lot of people that just aren't putting it together on why this is so genius why yeah. it's it, you know it's easy it's quick yeah. well um,
1: maybe next week we'll bring in an ar and just show people that still are maybe in the dark like me <laughs> okay well because yeah. i don't own an ar yeah so I, it, it you know it was a great presentation but it's still in my mind i i can't of course, can't I, picture it. There's nothing up there, anyway. All, but,
3: and all, basically, all you do, you pull the trigger, you charge the handle. You pull the trigger, you charge the handle. So you're, by charging the handle, that means you're you're grabbing that handle and you're pulling oh, it back, I, and then and slide a what, new one in. And then that's what loads the uh, the next bullet in. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, right. and and like I said, to change a bolt carrier group, yeah, you just you just pull it out one piece. Right. If boom, you boom, can boom, do it. Anybody oh yeah, it. there's there are no springs to fly across the room. There's and he no... is the
1: spring loser, if there ever was one.
3: Yeah, I'm telling you. It's so it's totally... it's it's really you know and uh, Escanio his uh, Cali Key uh, has fantastic customer service too. Um, so mm-hmm. if anything happens, uh, these are by the way these are available for mil spec uh, uh, ARs, and they're available for most AR tens. The problem is an AR ten, which is a, a thir- typically a thirty caliber. Uh, you know, three hundred eight caliber uh, AR. They they don't. There's no there's no mil spec for AR tens because the military doesn't use AR tens. So um, some of them are built a little differently than others, but most gotcha. AR tens uh, can uh, can take the the Cali key. So if you have an AR ten, even, even you know it's perfect. It's perfect.
1: All right, well, folks, if you ever need one, I mean that's the place to go to CaliKey.com. That's
3: K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com.
1: And if you have any questions, you can call them. Just Google Cali Key, and all the information is there. And you can uh, chat with them, if you have any questions, and maybe or and if there's you know folks like uh, Gun Range San Diego, A.L. Swart, all of them can put it in for you, yep, or at least show you how to do it so you. You know, and I bet you. I bet you. If you go to CaliKey.com, there's a video that shows you how to do it.
3: Yeah, well, installing it's super easy. Well, I would recommend, though. Um, my personal opinion is to buy the bolt carrier group with the Cali key already installed. Right, and it, that way you don't have to fool with it. You don't have to mess with it. It, it takes a little bit of doing to actually install the Cali key onto your bolt carrier group. Right. Um, and you got to be you got to be smarter than I, I. Joe can do it. But and this I, is I from I an expert, it. folks. I'm telling you, this is
1: from an expert that. <laughs> has a problem with springs okay so anything that and i'm the same way i like to go online or or i'd like to have somebody show it to me first because if there's a way to put it in backwards i will do it
3: yeah you know the the what's the acronym uh diy do it yourself i'm ddim yeah ddim don't do it myself that's right
1: (laughs) absolutely all right hey we're gonna take a quick break you're listening to gun Owners Radio on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy The Answer. All right, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy The Answer. And by the way, folks, if you're watching Facebook Live, we show it at the Studio Perfect. You're getting it 90 degrees off. We'll be working
3: on that all next week, and we apologize profusely. That's uh, Bordop Brendan's job security, because he, he knows how to do it right.
1: here today, so we'll horse with him when we see him. Hey, folks, AO Sword Firearms Gun Store, that's who's sponsoring this segment. You know, thousands of pandemic buyers just found out what San Diego shooters have already known. A.O. Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. Sword has hundreds of different guns, new and used in stock, and everything you could want for an AR-15. Whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron, you'll find it all at Sword. They are also a professional gunsmith. With a full machine shop, they can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. Check out sword's legal and technical updates on Facebook or on AOSWARD.com. And with that being said, our firearms technician, David Chong, is on the line. Hey, Dave, how you doing, buddy? It's a good day. Thank you very much. It was a beautiful day today, wasn't it?
4: Absolutely, yeah. Got out and celebrated a birthday with a, a friend, even though we're not supposed to get together with folks, so... Let's just say it happened remotely and with social distancing.
3: Yeah. There you go. So, bah humbug. Get together yeah. with folks. So you had a meeting with the ATF. Hmm. Yeah. So last week we talked about uh, a um, an issue that uh, David had with uh, uh, with a transfer that had to do that off roster. Yeah, the off roster pistol. The everybody hmm. knows. Uh, if you don't know, you have to uh, the the uh, if to, in order to sell a pistol in California, it has to be. Uh, one on on the safe handgun roster, which means it has to go through a series of tests, um, which is, you know, neither here nor there. But the problem is it has to include a part that doesn't exist, which is a micro stamping firing pin. And that that technology literally doesn't exist. But uh, law enforcement can actually obtain those unsafe handguns. But the uh, uh, us plebes out there, we're not allowed to do it. So uh, I w- what I wanted to do was talk a little bit about a meeting that we attended. Uh, David was kind enough to uh, invite me to a meeting with the ATF. And, David, I just wanted to could – you, could you kick off and, and talk a little bit
4: about what happened at that meeting? Yeah. Well, uh, back in February, uh, before COVID blew things up, I got an a unusual invitation to introduce uh, federal firearms licensees to, quote, valuable information and answer your questions about Project Guardian and what all FFL dealers needed to know. I thought, well, that's very interesting. And then as I found out more information, this ATF informational session uh, is being hosted by the U.S. attorney for the Southern District, uh, Southwest District. Um, So that means that the U.S. attorney's office, who would, of course, prosecute violations, uh, was working with the ATF to host this meeting. That sounds pretty serious and a little bit scary. So I thought, you know, I really ought to hook uh, San Diego County gun owners into this loop and uh, counter you as an uh, honorary employee so that you can get in. <laughs> and... Uh, it, it Needless to say, it was a shocking meeting, uh, right, Michael? It was. And at first,
3: you know, uh, Bob Brewer, the U.S. attorney, he count, you know, he basically said, hey, we, we're, we're partners in this, and we need your help, and we don't want bad guys to get guns. And I think everybody in the room thought, yeah, nobody yeah. wants bad guys to yeah. get guns. And for honestly, David, for the first uh, couple minutes, I or first, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes, I thought, meh. Uh, may, may, maybe this wasn't a necessary meeting for me. It looks like they're just kind of talking about some paperwork, and I actually asked the question: Well, what about a? Because uh, uh, I I thought hey, this is probably a really good opportunity. What What do you guys want to see in a transfer of an off roster pistol from out of state? And lo and behold, that's what the whole meeting was about. The rest of the slides on you know on this guy's PowerPoint was about that very thing. Is that is that? Is that pretty accurate, David?
4: Three-hour meeting. Turns out Project Guardian is, uh, disturbingly, the the ATF and the U.S. attorney prosecuting, uh, investigating and assisting the California DOJ with California gun laws regarding off-roster handguns. uh, I think everybody understands there's no such thing as a national handgun roster. Only California has this crazy thing where we can only get 1990s guns because nothing new can be uh, introduced in the state uh, after uh, they mandated that anything new added to the roster has to have a micro stamp on it. Um, So this is the ATF saying well, we're we're doing this new initiative from from up on high uh, in the organization uh, during a uh, supposedly, uh, you know, Republican pro-second amendment uh, uh, administration in the White House that that's going to aggressively investigate and prosecute um, violations of the California Safe Handgun Roster.
3: And that, um, by the way, the most common response I got when I tell people about this meeting is, "Oh, no, no, no! You, you must be mistaken. ATF is federal; that's a state law. They don't get involved in that." But you actually brought that question uh, up. You, you brought it to their attention and said, "Hey, I, I need clarification on this. These are state laws." And what was their, what was their, what was their response? You
4: know, I. I I I can't remember specifically other than, yeah, well, you'd have to talk to them. We're just uh, assisting them. We we don't understand the myriad of their laws, so we're not going to comment. I'm like, wait a minute, then why aren't they here? Because that's everything that you're talking about. And what they said, look, all we want you to understand is if you violate the California handgun roster, that's a misdemeanor. But if you forge paperwork in order to violate that handgun roster, that's a federal felony. So you fools are committing felonies to avoid misdemeanors. To which I said, "Well, wait a minute. Uh, I, I perform these transfers all the time. They're the, under under limited circumstances. Uh, they, there are exemptions to this law. No, there are no exemptions," says the. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, 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 their counsel, their, their attorney. No, there are no—well, exa- pardon me, but there are, I would say, and, and to which he said, you're wrong. And I said, well, excuse me for—I don't mean to be argumentative, but this this code, this statute says under these conditions we can do that. He says, you, you're, you're, you'd be violating the law. I said, I, I'm not violating the law. I do it all the time. Well, then you haven't been caught, and this is all verbatim actually I have been caught I've been inspected showed them what I've been doing decided the uh, penal code and they've said oh yes this is exactly how we want you to do it so I've continued <laughs> to do that and it's continued to be approved well that, that, that shouldn't be and you're going to get uh, fined and cited and put out of business okay
3: this was truly the most intimidating meeting I've ever been to and I've been to some intimidating meetings and I'm uh, if you know me I am not intimidated and I walked out of that meeting going wow this is truly what they mean when they talk about the ATF being a predatory agency they were absolutely looking to arrest people who were you know getting a a gift from a from a parent from out of state because you know uh, mom or dad said hey we're gonna do something nice and and give uh you know give uh, our son in California a gen 5 clock rather than the gen 3 clock that we can get out here it was really really intimidating so um, they uh, – and I thought it was interesting, David, that, you know, this whole thing started out with, oh, we want to keep, you know, hands – or we want to keep uh, guns out of the hands of bad guys. Well, you know, Mexican drug cartels don't care if they have a Glock 5 or a Glock 3. You know, it, it doesn't matter, you know, to them. But and I, I, the whole thing was a – ridiculous uh charade so so what what are your what have you adjusted any any of the ways that you do business or 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 how exactly what can you tell us about uh transfers of um uh of off roster pistols uh you know what are some
4: pitfalls what's the legal way to do it sure sure well yeah uh yes and no uh yes i've fundamentally adjusted my business and then no it's it's business as usual which is by the way in complete and absolute compliance with the law and um it's very funny i I think you were present michael towards the end of the meeting after everyone had cleared the room then their attorney comes over to me and says look i'm sorry yes you're right under certain unique circumstances it is legal to perform these transfers but we don't want to confuse people (laughs) (laughs) so so he uh, in private he says, yes, you're right. There are ways to do this, but we don't want to confuse people. We, we don't want these off-roster, gun, uh, off-roster transfers happening. Wow. So you're admitting privately only that there are legal uh, transfers. And I'm not, I'm not saying loopholes. I'm saying within the law, it is perfectly legal. Uh, in certain circumstances to transfer these guns and we'll talk about which circumstances wow. you should
1: have said, could you mention but- that again in my button
3: <laughs> so <laughs> you, you know you know who had left the room by then David was I don't know if you remember that. I'm not sure if you and I talked about this but uh, the uh, in the room were five or six suits um, and I didn't recognize them I didn't know they weren't gun shop owners they weren't FFLs that I knew um, no. and so I talked to him afterwards these were staff members from the city attorney's office, the city attorney of San Diego, and their whole purpose wow. of being there was to figure out more ways that they can take guns away from people and bust mm. people. So that uh, ATF attorney uh, told these you know these city attorney workers that there are no exceptions, gave them false information. People that were just looking to bust gun owners, and they had already left by the time the the attorney came up and, and told you that, David. Um, and yeah. I, I can't tell wow. you how irresponsible and horribly unethical that is. And and this is me talking, Michael Schwartz, San Diego County gun owners, don't get it confused. The ATF is a predatory agency, and I, I think that they should absolutely be ashamed of themselves for what they did. But I digress. Here's what we continue to do.
4: Here's <laughs> what we continue to do. We continue to follow the law by legally transferring off-roster handguns that happen to be gifted from direct lineage uh, parents, grandparents, uh, uh, sons and daughters or grandchildren, uh, directly up the line, no brothers and sisters, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and these truly do have to be gifts. So Bob the Californian can't come in and say, Hey, I'm going to go have my dad buy me a Glock gen five. In Colorado, can he send it to me? No, because you just said that you're going to go set this up for him to create a straw purchase for a gun that he absolutely intends for you to be the owner of. Um, now, what what he can do is tell me that my dad wants me to buy this. But if he's the one directing the uh, transaction, it's completely illegal. But if, if Dad says, "Hey, what gun would you like me to buy?" because that's what I want to do for you, or what would you like for your birthday? Oh, Dad, I you know honestly I'd love a gun. Uh, uh, oh, well, which one would you like? Um, you know, it, if it's if it's um, uh, motivated out of uh, truly a gift, then and, and the, the California resident happens to say which gift he'd prefer. Uh, that's that's legal. Um, if the California resident says, Dad, I can't get this gun in California. The only way I can get it is if you gift it to me. Uh, I know it's not my birthday, but I'll send you the money. And there again is a key. If if the person in California is sending the money and it's not a gift at all, it's just a a uh, you know a straw purchase, literally, then uh, completely illegal. When it is a true gift to a d- uh, direct lineage, they send uh, a copy of their driver's license. Say I, me, name at this address. Hereby gift this gun with this serial number to my state the relation who lives at this place um and they send it on to us we exchange ffl information if they want to send it by ffl they don't really have to it's a handgun they can send it by um registered carrier like fedex or ups directly to us the ffl and then uh we do a background check here and the person gets an off-roster uh, gun completely within the law
1: after 10 days
4: yeah, yeah. After ten days or more, because the uh, right because the you got to go through of all of it. Yeah. David, what yeah. if what if California
3: resident goes and visits out of state parent at their you know out of state in Arizona, and yeah. parent uh, has the firearm you know hands and, it to he, him and hands it to him. Here's your gift. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. It's a surprise. Can what's the what's the proper procedure? What's the best practice legally, um, and uh, you know, for, for that sure. person to bring it back to California?
4: Same same exact thing as I previously described, because that person can say, "Oh, thank you so much, what a surprise!" But they have to leave it there ah. in that state. It is uh, federally illegal to, even if you are directly related, uh, to directly transfer a gun across state lines. There you that, go. Is, that is federally controlled. So even though it's a gift from mom or dad, you cannot take it home with you. You've got to get it sent to your local FFL and go through a background check. Did you ever
1: think you'd have to be a lawyer to own a gun store?
4: You know, it, it's, a, it's a sad thing. And that's what that's why, unlike, let's say, Texas, where, where gun stores are almost like 7-Elevens, right. we are few, far between, yeah. and often going out of business. It well, is a tough thing tough job
1: well if there's anyone that's going to be a gun lawyer you'd be a good one all right buddy hey oh, always good talking to you folks we're gonna to have to take a small break because sam the Gunman's coming up on fm 96 1 am 1170 the answer all right folks hey welcome back this is Gun Owners Radio on FM 961. AM
3: 1170.
1: The answer. All right, folks. California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being a cons- being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications. And no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. U.S. Law Shield. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone. And unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan? After you defend yourself or your family, consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped, and if you are looking to buy or refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs call chris at wiley at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com backslash alpine all right
3: here it is here it is hey
1: sam how
3: you doing buddy
0: i'm well how are you guys good
3: he even gets that right he doesn't say i'm good he says i'm well (laughs) he must have a mom who's really into grammar yes all right so uh Stump my nephew. Sam the Gunman is my 20-year-old nephew, and he's extremely good with gun trivia. So every week, we get a letter, uh, an email. Uh, someone emails us a question, and uh, we read it to uh, Sam live on the air. It's the first time he's ever heard this question. And if you if you can stump my nephew, if we read your first off, if we read your question, you get a t-shirt. If we stump, if you stump my nephew, you get a t-shirt and a hat. So, without further ado, question today comes from Harmony. That's a beautiful name. Harmony, uh, who's uh, from San Carlos, asks, what is the more popular name for the 7.65 by 17 millimeter SR Browning or the 7.65 millimeter Browning? Short. Okay, so the the cartridge she's asking.
0: I got it. Oh, (laughs) my God. Thanks for the question, Harmony. Now, um, this question gets to the kind of confusing way that um, ammunition cartridges are named. Uh, well, for, I, I should lead off I should have let, let off with uh, the short answer, 32 ACP or 32 automatic. <laughs> How do you know that? That is ridiculous that you know that.
3: That, um, th- that so is seriously
4: this, this honestly, question,
0: well, give I'm, you a little bit of background. This right, question um, gets to the confusing way cartridges are named. Um, now, it, in this case, the, the cartridge in question, uh, 32 ACP, was designed by John Browning while he was working at Colt, hence ACP, Automatic Colt Pistol. Uh, but in European countries, using the metric system, they manufactured and sold ammunition in 32 ACP as 7.65 by 17 millimeter, which is the um, nominal bullet diameter. And the uh, case length, um, and the SR on the end stands for semi-rimmed, uh, because the the rim on the case protrudes just ever so slightly, um, but not as much as a true rimmed cartridge like thirty eight Special. I, I want like an investigation.
3: I don't know how you. I don't know how you knew that. I, I don't know how he's related to you. <laughs> I had to look this thing up so thoroughly. And honestly, I didn't believe the answer, so I kept going, no, 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 because 32 ACP. People have been calling it 32 ACP for like a hundred years. This isn't like a Johnny Come Lately round. Um, and uh, I, I just, I didn't believe it. I, I thought, well, I wonder if they're talking about something different or whatever. And I did a, bu- I actually spent a lot of time doing a bunch of Google research with my Google PhD. Um, and I can't believe you got this. Any idea why you know that, Sam?
0: Um, that is a fantastic question, but I think you've stumped me there.
3: <laughs> That's an awesome job, Ben.
0: Thank- yeah, at, at one time, thirty-two ACP was uh, the most popular pistol cartridge in the world, and a lot of those pistols chambered for it were pocket pistols coming out of uh, Europe, guns like the Walther PPK yep. and uh, a lot of different models from FN, just to name a few. So um, a lot of ammunition was made and sold under the designation uh, 7.65 by 17 millimeter SR,
3: and it, it's a it's a totally uh, um, viable. I don't know. So some people will probably argue with me, but it's, a, it's for most folks. Believe it's a very viable self defense round, um, and it's been you know it's got a long track record. There's still uh, uh, you know uh, firearms that you can get uh, that are 32. Do you, what, what, do, you, do you guys sell any at your shop there?
0: Um, the only modern pistol being produced in 32 ACP um, that isn't just a, a, an older design still in production or a replica of an older design, uh, to my knowledge, is the Keltec P32. Yep.
1: Um,
0: and 32 ACP ammunition has actually gotten very difficult to find, comparatively speaking. So you can actually get a 380 or even 9mm pistol nowadays that is as small or smaller than. Uh, a lot of those old 32 uh uh 32 pocket pistols from back in the day. So um your ability to get good stopping power in a small package has really increased as of late.
3: Yeah, I, 380 kind of took over for uh, you know the spot that 32 uh had for for so long.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: Well, that's awesome, Sam. Very good job, man. If I, if I weren't so uh, embarrassed that, uh, that I don't know all this, I would be proud of you.
0: Well, um, I certainly appreciate the sentiment. And, uh, of course, whenever you have uh, a question like that that you don't feel is uh, worth asking on the air or that you don't want to embarrass yourself with, uh, just feel free to send that to me in a message. little knucklehead. I'll tell you
3: what, man.
1: Yeah, hey, that's Mr. <laughs> knucklehead to you. That's
3: right. Take
0: after you in that regard.
1: Ooh, <laughs> touche.
0: Awesome job, Sam.
1: All right, buddy. Keep up the good work.
0: Thanks. You guys enjoy your day. All right. Hey, folks, I just
1: found out Michael Schwartz was on the Carl DeMaio show. Yep. And he mentioned gun prom, and yep. eight people signed up. Yep. Ten. Yep. Ten. I, yep. I want to see that. 15 so go to sdcgo oh no go to www.gunprom.com and i want to see 15 people sign up and say you heard it right here on gun owners radio there you go come on we can knock that little guy out hey folks for all your podcasters out there if you want to hear any of these shows just go to your podcast outlook put gun owners radio in and was it gun owners or the gun owners right now?
3: Uh, well, no, it's gunownersradio.com Okay. Or, or if you uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, go just Gun Owners Radio.
1: Okay, cool. Yep. And you can go to you know, of course you can go to SDCGO.org as well. But hey, we really want to thank all our sponsors, the Gun Range San Diego, Firearms Legal Protection, San Diego County Gun Owners, US Law Shield, Cali Key, PRMI Mortgage, the Dillon Law Group, AO Sword Firearms. And we really want to thank Mr. Schwartz, Mr. Jamisi, Sam, the gunman. And this week we have Randy in the the box, did a phenomenal job. And for any information or questions on maybe how to fix our uh, Facebook live, (laughs) go to gunownersradio.com. Leave us a note. Tell us how to do it. Because when we looked through the phone, it was perfect. But when it came out, it was 90 degrees off. It wasn't our fault. We try, but we're not as technical as some of you folks out there. So just don't tell us how to do it, or don't tell us about it. Tell us how to do it. And again, I want to thank everybody that uh, listens to our show. And remember, if you're a gun owner, two things you need to do. Join San Diego County Gun Owners and listen to Gun Owners Radio every Sunday from 4 to 6. And again, go to any of your podcasts or any of our sponsors carry the show as well. So if you're cruising around and you want to see what our sponsors are about, you can also listen to the show, share it with all your friends, and go to our Facebook uh, page and like it and share it, especially if you uh, think what we're giving you on the air is vital information.
3: If uh, and we would appreciate that as well. So there you go. Give that content out. We're <coughs> producing a lot of really good content. Yes, we are. But it doesn't matter unless uh, people hear it. So That's help right. us uh, help us out. And by the
1: way, Bob Siegel is in the house. And I tell you what, I've been listening to the last couple of shows, and oh my gosh, he is just in fuego. Of tons of, of good quality information right here on FM ninety six 1, AM eleven seventy. The answer.